coming to the tree where they strung up a man. They say murder three. Strange things did happen here. No, no stranger would it be if we met. The Narcissist Talking Podcast. <laughs> After two weeks. Hello, yeah. legends. Right. Right. Right, babes. We're here. Oh, that's kind of weird, actually. Well, I'm going to be talking in an English accent just to make Jason feel at home, right? <laughs> oh, no. Yes, yes. Was that more Australian, I think? It's kind of Australian mixed with Moira Rose. Oh, shit. <laughs> That is kind of uh, where from my... Schmitt, from Schmidt's Creek, from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Schmidt's Creek. I bet um. there's a fan telling of that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fan cast? All right, no, uh, what is that <laughs> called when you when you write something that's fan not real? Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Oh, I read a lot of fan fiction. And written. Okay, and... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait, I don't know. That was just a guess. Um, I, st- uh, I would say there was... I didn't publish. I was af- afraid in that time. Which no, well, no publishing AO3. It certainly can't be published there. It is time to be real. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I fear we better. Wait, why didn't I get a notification? <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, oh, what yeah, if I give you, you this? I've done this accent for you before, but maybe not on the pod. Um, it's the queen from from the ground. Specifically, um, like kind of Claire Foy. No, it's kind of Claire Foy, but Olivia Coleman. So she's like, um, Oh, let me drop. Let me drop in, <laughs> please. She was like, "Oh, Margaret, you know these things will kill you. I really wish you wouldn't smoke." <laughs> that, that's really good. <laughs> no, no, I'm taking my damn be real. Um, of course, I'm taking my be real now. No, oh, oh, um, but she kind of does have a little bit of a flat, flat mouth when she flat. Anyways, <laughs> that's very good. Do you think you're? <laughs> Literally, you guys. Have you started watching The Crown? And I've seen the first episodes that are out, all four. I haven't seen them yet. Well, I thought, I'm in London. So I watched <laughs> the first <laughs> one while I was there. No Live in la vida loca. Literally, and it didn't even take place that much in London, so whatever. But What? But Queen Elizabeth de Bick, de Bicky was there. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of mother off. Speaking of speaking of Princess Diana, <laughs> Jacob Elordi. <laughs> They are one and the same. Like, I know this is not an original like, thought. Like, I saw a tweet that's like, Jacob Elordi is so Princess Diana coded. I might have even said that on the podcast already. But it's all I can but think But it about. is true. They're both kind of like, well, icons. And then also the street style. They're both street style And, like, they kind of look up through their, their lashes. Like, yeah. they both serve baby girl. Mm. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Okay. Must From one nice. baby girl to another. Oh, baby girl recognizes baby girl. <laughs> oh, dang. So you guys should watch The Crown if you haven't. Okay. Um, How does it rate compared to other seasons? Um, it's kind of like, um, I don't remember any of the other ones. So I'm like, wait, I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. I mean, I do remember, but like, it's been so long that I'm like, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it was interesting. Like, obviously the subject matter they have to deal with. And the way they chose to break... I guess, I don't know where they're going, where they're ending, because this is the last season. Yeah. And I don't know how far they're actually going. Like, kind well, of what happened in the first four episodes, I was like, oh, already? <laughs> so maybe oh, you could really? probably guess. But Oh. <gasps> yeah. You guys. That's big actually, news. Actually, the first, literally the first scene, I was like, cut the cameras. 
No. Yeah. But it's kind of like flashes forward and backward oh, a little bit. Oh, gosh. But I was like, oh. Go up, legends. If you guys don't know the history, I guess, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for the British royal family. Um, um, well, they, they cast Kate. I don't know if you've seen any Kate. Oh, so it. they must. Maybe they'll do a jump forward then. Oh, God. Because where it ended, they're still teenagers, the boys. Well, um, Will met Kate during <sighs> teenage years. Oh, okay, wait. Or college. Oh, because, yeah, they can't jump too far because... This one then Miss Megan is going to have to join, and she's oh, And they don't want her to join. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I know people have said this, but it would be Iconica Jones if she played herself. Because she's an actress. That would be... So good. <laughs> and she obviously wouldn't for many reasons, but yeah. that'd Unless. be so funny. Would you play yourself? If I was a freaking famous actress, yes. Yeah. I think you would do really good at playing yourself. And even if you're not a famous actress, okay, it's just being yourself. Yeah. I think I would ham it up a bit for the cameras. Mm, like we do on the pod? Yeah. <laughs> okay wait we guys we actually have a lot to do here we do a shut, lot of ground to cover you, stop <laughs> we we have to focus you shh quit okay oh but actually we are on reputation taylor swift watch, watch. Okay. we got her oh no not yet. well look literally tonight's the night it is november 26 2013 the time right now is 6 47 tree pain has been spotted wearing black the concert has not yet begun. Tree Paint, famously, Taylor Swift's man manager? Or is there a publicist. better publicist? Yeah, Tree. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, shoot. So, you guys, we're going to try to, and we're going to do the Lord's work for you guys and release this immediately after, the, after we record so that you guys have the latest up-to-date information. Can I tell you, like, the top three reasons why it's dropping today? Okay. Or being announced. It's not dropping. Chill. Well, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I think she's announcing it tonight and then it's going to be in February, February and it'll drop. Okay. But today is the 66th show on the Eras tour. <laughs> I, I came prepared with notes that I found on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Legends, it's a page long. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, so it's the 66th show. Reputation, reputation is the sixth album, as we established before on <laughs> multiple podcasts when we thought it was dropping. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and it's the, her 13th international date. She's in Brazil and apparently off the coast of the city is Snake Island. I do fear we're digging a little bit. That, that's a little bit of a dig. <laughs> I won't even get into the backwards countdown theory because that's we can't because we had such strong evidence for it to for it to happen the last time. Yeah, that it's kind of like okay, wait. And I will say, like, here's the last one. Here's the last one. Everyone, chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, today is National Cake Day. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. Wait, Stick national national in Brazil or national in the United States? National United States. Okay, okay, where Taylor's from, famously. <laughs> Nashville She's is in the United States. Yeah, Nashville celebrating National Cake Day. Um, but I would say this is probably Universal Cake Day because you can't have enough cake days. But in our I Bet You Think About Me music video, <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> There's this cake at the end of it. And it's full of 13s and the number 26. And we can never figure out 26. Okay. 
So now today's the 26th, 13, that the Taylor Swift hint number and National Cake Day. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, and I hope as well, but, <laughs> but that's all I can do. Oh, yeah. You know what? I've been down this path so many times. It's, I'm scared. I think all. we sometimes have to stop by we, and I do mean Taylor Swift Nation at writ large. Okay, yeah. No, you can name drop me. You, I do think there's a little bit too much. Okay. So here's what I'm going to make an analogy to. Have you done many escape rooms? Are you an escape room girly? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. I love to escape. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm always actually, escaping rooms. <laughs> I think I'm really good at escape rooms, but that's so Okay, nice. wait, we so should actually like literally do one because I'm also amazing. Okay, I believe that about you. And no, just us two, they'll be like, are you sure? Just us, 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 We've got it. That would be amazing because I think you, like, I think you could really do the number part of things. And I'd, I would be, like, I would be sleuthing. You know, sniffing. Yeah, yeah, like uh, nose to the ground. It was like it kind of in the cartoon, dog sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> they do so in mean. only cartoons. Yeah. Um, but, but you okay. were saying you were dragging me. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's kind of like when you're in an escape room, and like there's the 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 codes are like four numbers. Sure. For like these padlocks and stuff like that, and then you're kind of just pointing at like not you, the royal, uh, the royal you. Yeah. Is going like. Oh wait, there's a number. Let's try, let's type that in. And it's like, no, no, but that's not the number. <laughs> that's just a number. Like we can't just try all of them. That's sort of what it feels like. <laughs> like oh, thirteen here. I but uh, but that's not. But that's not. Yeah, I will say this damn cake has been brought up for every album. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, but maybe one time it's a broken clock. That's right, twice. Don't day. don't bring up the broken clock. <laughs> that's another thing. Oh shit. Okay. Um, okay, but well, you guys, we're on Taylor Watch. I will literally let Reputation you guys watch. know. It would be amazing if we were recording the podcast. And it happened. We're breaking news. La- current events are happening. Like, we could be the one to break Reputation Taylor's version. Right after Pop Base, because they're always first. Yeah, and the Empire State Building. The <laughs> Empire State Building just tweeted, there will be no explanation. Black heart emoji. Black and white photo of the Empire State Building. And if one thing, it's the Empire State Building, she knows what's happening. She kind of does. Well, she's high above. She can see a lot. Empire State. Hmm. And I've never broken down those words. The Empire State. Wait, is it Empire State Building? Or well, is yes. it like, is about New York being the Empire State? Oh. I don't know what that is. We, uh, we is can't state get into this. New York or a state? It could be a state of mind. Empire State of Mind. Jay-Z. Wait, is that who that is? Alicia yeah, Keys. and Alicia Keys. But do you think Empire State of Mind... Was that tongue in cheek or was that literal? Did they know something we didn't? <laughs> and this is perfect. Welcome to our, <laughs> what is it called? Oh no, I wanted to say something and I lost it. Our podcast. Our, welcome to our conspiracy theory segment. <laughs> oh, you wait, guys. which one is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I always know which button it is? The, because. We need to do the escape room. Wait, we should we should mic ourselves up in this. Mic ourselves up. <laughs> that actually would be like spoiler alert sense. for anyone else who wanted to do that escape room because we'll tell you the answers if you listen. <laughs> and you can't actually see what's going on. It's just like wait to the left. Wait, it's like would that be the key? <laughs> no. Oh wait, look at that. <laughs> wait, was that open listen? the whole time? 
Okay, you guys, we have so we have much so to cover. Much to talk about. We're being. Uh, we literally have. Okay, wait. What's first, mail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the the one up where we. Okay, so here we go. Mail. We've got four emails. They're from a long time ago because we, um, we had many of these emails from our during our last episode, but we had our guests on and we had simply too much to talk about with them. So now I'm reading from. We have two from Anna K. So right. I'll just, well, I'll read them in order. So the first one's from Anna Kay. This is from November 5th. Just to give you a little, we're, we're listening to you and we read, but we just got to be honest here on when we received this. <laughs> it was a while ago. Um, hey there, I would appreciate if there's a Narcissist Talking Spotify playlist with every song you open and close the episode with. Also, I'll be watching zombies movies this week. I salute y'all. Okay, perfect. Okay, please let us know what you thought. And um, I think she did respond in, in her second email. Okay, perfect. And I'll just respond to that, that I did make a Narcissist Talking Musical intro slash outros playlist. Don't look at it just yet. We I'll, haven't I'll, populated it. The right, right now, it only has relaxing singing bowl from that one episode. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I'll just jump over to Anna Kay's second email. So this is November 13th. Zombies review. Oh my God, my birthday. <laughs> I wonder what she'll say. Of course. So she says, legends... I have so many thoughts after my Zombies binge watch. Zombies 1 had no business having such iconic dance numbers. Genuinely could not look away. Someday, someday the song is an Oscar-worthy performance. It is. Mm. Um, she says, don't ask me the plot of Zombies 2. <laughs> she, goes, she, she goes, that shit was awful, <laughs> but aw dash full. Perfect. Oh. Wait, that's so good. <laughs> Sorry, Anna Kay. Um, yeah, Zombies 2... Look, there's there's better zombies movies. Well, and here's the thing: like, I don't actually hate zombies too because I really love the wolves songs. They've got really good songs in that one because it's yeah. um, um, the one where they're coming out tonight. Or yeah, it, it I don't know what is the song. How's it go? I'm the alpha. I'm the leader. I'm the one we'll to trust. trust. Yeah, okay. Wait, we're wolves. We, we own the. Oh, we know what we know. We own the night. <laughs> See, that goes off. That goes and off. then also the there's another one where when she turns. <laughs> Don't pull Lillian. <laughs> well, this actually isn't a spoiler. She she changes her hair. Oh yeah, that's not. Spoiler. Um, and then there's a song where she and I'm not saying who, but you can probably guess who changes her hair. <laughs> um, and then there's a song, and that song's really good too, actually. Yeah, that is. Oh, we have some really like. Uh, there's there there are hair moments. I was gonna say iconic, but it was kind of spooky. No, but, but iconic nonetheless. It's kind of like no iconic is bad iconic. That, no iconic is bad iconic. That's the title of that and title of up. my future tattoo. <laughs> no such thing as bad iconic. Wait, wait, wait. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, iconic is good iconic. Oh, thank like God we got our freaking um, our freaking title up so soon. Okay, now I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> sorry, okay. Reading the next line of. Um, He's fanning himself. I think we can say that this is fine. Whatever, whatever. Addison wanted to be a minority so bad. <laughs> yes, she did. She was like, "I see you guys have a struggle. Me too, because of my hair." Okay, stop. Yeah. Literally stop. Um, and then she says. Okay, wait, let me just read. I don't think there's any spoilers in here. Um, the cheerleaders got worse when Addison got involved. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Their national comp routine was terrible. We did think that. We were like, we what is going on here? No, Bucky was running that shit. 
Yeah. It, things just got a little too And easy even as see. president, you can still make cheer routines. Yeah, no, I wasn't buying that. Um, and then Sue Sylvester would eat her alive about Addison. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Becky and Sue, though, unstoppable. Oh, Bucky. Bucky and Sue. Oh. Wait, who's Sue? Sue oh, but oh, referencing Sue. I thought it was. I thought we were talking about someone named Sue. Yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> Try to have discuss. a pop culture podcast with this guy. If you just name something from Glee, maybe I'll know it. Crickets in the studio. Legend. Crickets is this one. Nope. <laughs> okay, and then okay. Last thing, um, she also included a picture here. So Milo Mannheim versus Matt Cornette was very complicated for me. <laughs> And the picture is SpongeBob reading a book. It looks like two books, maybe one book, or there's two different parts of the book, and one eye is going each direction. So t- the two different parts of the book are two different, the, the pages. <laughs> right. I guess, but like the cover on each side is a different color. So I was like, wait. That is, oh, you're right. Either way, either way. So yeah, that was also us. So whatever. Yeah. Well, I actually ha- only had eyes for one. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> And we'll be watching Bethlehem soon. <laughs> we will. And we will be watching we... Prom Pack. Actually, okay, I told my cousins about zombies. I was like... The oh, gospel. You're yeah, preaching. Like, <laughs> have you seen? Because they're younger. They're like, no, we haven't. But have you seen Girl versus Monsters? They're like, that is so iconic. And then you're, they're breaking this to you. Yeah. No, I'm looking. It's girl up. versus. Is it? Is that right? Girl versus monsters. Yeah. It's about a. It's kind Olivia of Olivia like, Holt. Yeah, Olivia Holt, baddie number one. Day one baddie. Addison. People Ray, forget. Bad beep. Okay, wait. This seems good. Yeah, we okay. have to add it. Luke Benward's in it. Guys, hey, who's that? I wouldn't have known, but once you see his face, you'll be like, "Oh, that bitch." Oh, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice face. Does he have gray hair? Nice faces are so nice. Damn. We saw a lot of nice faces today. And nice other things. <laughs> okay, wait. We no. have we have two other emails. We have two other emails. <laughs> so one from my mom. Oh dear, this is long. Let me just let me just speed through. Not oh dear. <laughs> I just meant because of all of the things on the docket we have today. Um, okay, so this is November sixth. So backtracking a little bit. Um, so she had some notes after the Carly episode, but never sent them in. Um, and then she said, of course, now after rereading, I can't remember what some of them mean. <laughs> kind of funny. Okay. A couple random thoughts on both that episode and the one and the one after, um, falling down in public. Oh, remember that? We brought that up on. Oh, the pod. my um, slip and slide. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween slip and Y'all, slide. You literally like. The Are you bruise? healed? No. What? This is, this is staying with me. One month. Forever. Okay, and then I also, like, I fell down and I hurt my, my fingy. I no. hope I can still dance. That's a Dance Moms reference. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure I got infected. Oh. And then I woke up with the, it was allergies, but I woke up with the sniffles one day and I was like, no, it's in the bone because I'm watching a lot of Survivor. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. Okay. So my mom says, falling down in public and being embarrassed. Oh, yes, something I do way too often. Tripping up the stairs in wedding dress in a Miss Richfield fashion show has got to be the most embarrassing. That's actually the first time I've heard of that. Oh, Because she, she was Miss Richfield. Well, of course. Whatever. Okay. And apparently she tripped in the wedding dress portion. And you were, you were Mr. What? 
Oh, Snow, 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 you King. The Snow Queen. Snow King. Um, one year, sophomore year. Oh my gosh, I didn't win any. Well, we don't have crowns, but whatever. We don't have crowns. So that's you're kind of you're you're coming in on like royal lineage. Well, one that's, of us got to. Oh my god. Well, that's kind of how it passes. It's the so eldest son or <laughs> eldest person. I guess my mom's in the middle. Whatever. It's so saltburn. Oh, don't say that. Wait. Okay, hold on. Um, oh, and then sh- this is actually really funny. I do have to say this on pod. Although tripping on St. John's campus on Parents Weekend, right by the football field, and of course, right in view of many of Jason's friends, she goes, Jackson included. <laughs> Shout out to Jackson. Um, ranks right up there. To this day, I'm still mortified about them seeing me fall. And then they were so nice and concerned if Jason's mom was okay. Okay. Besides the tear in my jeans and my slightly bloody knee, it was my severely bruised ego. <laughs> No. Okay, Pam, Wait. literally there with you. <laughs> you ha- I, so either you told me that or I probably have brought that. it up because it's so funny. She like tripped for at least ten or twelve <laughs> feet. <laughs> like whoa, 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 no, and then no. eventually did fall I'm so to the sorry ground. Sorry to hear that, but <laughs> falling is the funniest <laughs> thing a person can do on the bright side unfortunately like anytime sorry i see a picture of joe biden falling that's <laughs> funny <laughs> whatever oh no um of course if they're still okay of course okay um here we go we gotta we gotta speed through this um dating gap <laughs> is the next one i think this was in reference to when you watch zombies and were worried the lead actor was too young of course minimum is 18 but then you follow a simple math rule as told to me by my boss so take it for what it's worth your age divided by two then add half of that again so i guess 75 percent okay um and- yeah so if you're 26 divided by 213 so half of 13 and, and plus half of 13 so 19 and a half years old is the youngest we should date i think that's too young yeah. I also have been... I think it probably is, like, doesn't work too well in the in the yeah. lower 20s, or in the 20s. Yeah. But that is kind of... That's a nice rule. I think it's I think it's nicer if you're a girl. I think if you're 26 and you're a boy dating a 19 and a half year old, jail. <laughs> I'm calling the jail. cops. Unless it's, like, oh, unless it's the girl or whatever she's, like, she was... You know, like, when someone is, like, if you see me with Pedro Pascal... Yeah. Don't speak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Speaking of age gap romances, I'm just going to jump in this really quickly and jump right out. <laughs> Ozzy and I from Survivor are no longer a thing. Just, uh, you got to snip the rumors in the bud. Uh, and the rumors were from me. And Ozzy, <laughs> if you're listening, we haven't actually talked about this, but I just, I learned some more information and I don't think we're going to work out. Sorry. But I really thought I, it's cuffing season and I thought it was cuffed. Well, and yes. <laughs> but luckily you have a lot more prospects coming up on the pod. Oh. <laughs> like oh, potential prospects. Of course. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Actors in our favorite movies. You, you guys literally just keep listening to our <laughs> podcast episode that you're listening to right now. <laughs> you guys watch this space and by watch this space, we mean just keep doing what you're doing and listening. Yeah. Okay. A couple more, a couple more. Um, Candace from Phineas and Ferb. Yes, I can totally see the resemblance. Maybe a <laughs> Halloween theme next year for you guys. The cast from Phineas and Ferb. I do have a lot of Phineas and Ferb costumes on the mind. And she says, by the way, I love that you guys really dress up. Multiple costumes on the same day. Sign me up. Nice. <gasps> um, and then on Survivor, she says, Coach bugged me too. 
I think he is one of nephew Sam or perhaps Eric's favorites. I found him so full of himself. And Russell was hard to watch. Good player, but so evil. He is an evil, evil man. I've now watched all the way through Heroes and Villains. Mm. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Coach is just, he's just so insecure. Well, they Coach and Russell are the, like, the mm. most insecure people I've ever met. Met. Yes. But it's just, uh, Russell is an evil, evil, sick man. And poverty is queen. She is queen. She's everything to me. And Serene. Shout out to Pav. Yeah. Ooh. Um, nice. Okay. Um, I haven't read this out loud, have I? These are all new things? These are all new okay, things. Okay, because I read them by myself, and I was like, but wait, it seems familiar, obviously, because I read them. Okay. I wrote down Flowers, uh, which I think was in reference to Miley Cyrus being the top Spotify playlist songs of the year. Such a phenomenal song. I'm sure it would be high on my list if I used Spotify. I'm still very old school with my Apple playlists. And she says which have names my kids would like to mock, would likely mock, and, and I do, trust. Uh, like, here are some examples. Pam's mowing songs, from which she mows. I picked up on that. <laughs> okay. Pam's My Girls. What? Uh, Pam's Dance Party Mix. Pam's Chill, etc. She does put her name in all, <laughs> all of her playlist <laughs> titles. And it was of, out of necessity at first because we all shared, like, the same iTunes account. That's actually a really good bit. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Elena's chill. Elena's my girls. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> that is a really good bit. Um, so thanks for that. P- pay my mom $5, please. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, and then the last one is Eric was, I believe, vegan curious for just a short bit. It didn't last long, if I recall. He might need to be a repeat guest so you can grill him on his lifestyle habits, especially now that he's a big influencer. Ooh. Um, love hearing the TV movies and even now rec- uh, restaurant recommendations. Always a legend. Ooh. Awesome. And then we have a quick one from Eric and then we're done with mail time. Um, on November 13th, happy birthday, Elena. Oh, Eric, thank you. Uh, P.S. Would love to hear more about how your survivor viewing is going. <laughs> we'll tune into this episode. <laughs> we'll tune in. Back. Go back. Go back. <laughs> quick, quick. In case you weren't listening. Um, and then P.P.S. The appropriate way to do that post postscript. Um, I mispronounced Jerry, Gary, his name to his face and his agent. No. Not sure how they decided to accept the Insta collaboration, LOL. Is it Gary or Jerry? It's Gary. It's Gary, and it's spelled Jerry with a G. It is very confusing. And so even the woman uh, this season (laughs) were saying it wrong. So I don't think you were the first one to do it. Mm. Um, When you have a fucked name like that, (laughs) come on. Come on. You're trying to trick people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have just changed it if I was him. Um, but that's, I, I do need to learn more about about the happenings there. Was he wearing a ring and did he look happy? Oops. Do you think he picked Teresa or Leslie? Let me know. Oh, yeah. What vibe were you getting, Eric? Right in? Okay, thanks. That's all for our mail. Thank you guys for sending in. We love to read mail. We love to get mail. Um, and cool. We're 30 minutes in and we have to... Keep it for sure under two hours and 18 minutes because that's when (laughs) our memory card is out of memory. Um, And so are we. (laughs) We have got less than that. We only got a single bowl of chips on the table. And it's half full, full of the small bits at the end. I love that you said half full and not half empty. (laughs) Didn't even think about that. That's because it's in a hair, or what is it called when it's... Okay, moving on. (laughs) Um, what? I just saw him malfunction. 
in front of me. Because I was like, okay, stop saying something stupid. We got to get to something we got to talk about. More stupid things. Should we talk about Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Yes, you guys. As hinted at in the beginning of our app, that was Rachel Zegler, our Queen of Queens. If you do look at my Twitter bio, it does say Rachel Zegler's Stan account. Well, it says actually Bowen Yang and Rachel Zegler's Stan account. Mine says Percy Jackson's Stan account. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. There was a period, you guys, where it did say Elizabeth Debicki's Stan account. And I felt really cool about that because I was like, people are going to be watching her. Well, and people were also being haters about her on The Crown. Yeah. And I don't stand for that. And I don't stand for Rachel Zegler hate. People are the worst. People are eating crow right now. And we knew they were going to be eating crow. And I'm shoving it down their damn throat. Yeah. Their jaws must be sore from that tough and gamey meat that they're smacking on. Hope you got TMJ, bitch. (laughs) Uh. Rachel, really? She looked in the camera. She said, oh, can't take my charm. Can't take my humor. You can't take my pet. I don't know how it goes. Or I don't know the words. Just a rumor. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you guys, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. We read the book. We did. Before the movie. Which is Something tough. that doesn't happen a lot for me and everyone I went with. Nobody had read the book except me. That was never also happens. my experience. Uh, I went with Friedrich and Lily and Lily's boyfriend, Cole. Shout out. Shout out. Um, and I was like, yeah, I read this, whatever. Uh, and what were your thoughts? Um, oh, it was really great. I do think... Like, obviously, you can't get everything. It's a long book. You can't get everything into the movie that one would need or would want. But I do think it did a really, really great job um, overall. And I loved the characters' performances. Yes. Rachel Zegler was the perfect choice. She, I could not have imagined anyone even doing half as good as she did. No. Like, truly. And I mean, like, I can't imagine another actress pulling off what she pulled off. No. And Tom Blythe... Shout out. He's going to, I think he's going to do some really cool things. Yeah. Is this his first big thing? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I was going to have to look it up, but thank you for confirming. Uh-huh. And uh, Sejanus. Sejanus, who is, what's um, his actual name? Josh Rivera. Yes. And um, he is dating Miss R- Rachel. Yes. Uh, um, so he's awesome. He was also in West Side Story with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I do have to say one thing about Josh. Uh, in the, I saw some interviews about this, and also just thinking back to him in the in the in the movie, he reminded me a lot of Philip Seymour Hoffman in a weird wow. way, like his face and the way his he was eyes. acting. Yeah, they both have very emotional eyes. And I was like, and I had this like I was like, whoa, that is crazy. And it, I think the jaws a similar shape. Yeah, they both have like a fuller lower third mm-hmm. face. Anyways, that was just a thought that I had. Wow. Oh, that's that's kind of a sweet connection. And wasn't Philip Seymour Hoffman in the original Hunger Games? Yeah, because he was Plutarch Heavensby. Yeah, he's... Um, he's in the second one, at least. He was the game maker Yeah, the second one. I don't know if it's Plutarch, but that's the only name I can come up with. I Meh. think... I don't... Might not have been him. I, ah. think, I don't know why that's not sticking, but it feels like it should. Damn. Anyways, back to the, um, the topic at hand. Yeah, I think I... I, I Left the movie with the same criticism that I had when I finished the book, which is this should have been two installments Mm. because there's a very defined point where it's like, oh, we're going into a different movie. And the movie was long. It was two hours and 37 minutes. So that felt like, and like you said, there were a couple things that were left out that they could have expanded on. And actually, like, I think 
Suzanne Collins, I'm always shocked about how little recognition and starting to come up again because the Hunger Games is bubbling back up to the tops of culture, but how little recognition she gets for how intense and deep the wells of her universe are, Mm, mm -hmm. especially when you compare it to Harry Potter, which I would argue, and this is a probably big argument, that they, like, they're pretty similar worlds when you talk about lore, and she has three books, and -hmm. Harry Potter has, like, a ton more. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you think about this installment, like like you said, there was so much more that they could have gone, Um, and I would have liked to see them do that if they had fleshed it out in two different movies, and if she made it the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, a duology. But that being said, it was still like so wonderful. It's so I'm being nitpicky because it is. It, I I loved mm. it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, there were some parts where it was like, oh, very clearly, like I feel like I'm getting much more out of it than people who haven't read the book. And yes. not to say that I roll, no, I roll, no, I but like some things I go. Oh, but see, what's happening there is actually this, and that's why this is happening. Like, but you wouldn't totally, you you can't, I don't think, understand that from just watching it. Like, you wouldn't think that critically about it in in the way that in the book it's, like, more explained fully for a lot of different things. Yeah, and the book follows his inner dialogue, like, in a way that is just, like, masterful. That it's, like, kind of a ticking time bomb, and, like, every sentence kind of hints Oh my gosh, she's she's such a good writer that it would have been impossible to fully betray, like convey that mm. unless they did like a Joe. Oh yeah, like a voiceover, you, a voiceover, which they should not have done. That would have been really dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. There were some things that I was like, okay, wait, I'm enjoying this more than you are. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I just thought it was so. Good Hunter. Oh my God, I was gonna say Hunter Harris. That's somebody on Twitter. <laughs> um, Hunter Schaefer it was amazing in this. Um, everyone was amazing. I don't think there was a person I was like meh. Like literally, I thought yeah. everybody was perfect for their roles. Um, I liked that they included. I saw. I've been seeing a ton of TikToks now that I saw it. Um, but they one was talking about how they had a lot of um, like people with disabilities in like yeah. the uh, tributes, which sort of is like. Um, kind of emblematic of sort of the state of like what's going on. Like not all, like one guy didn't have like an arm fully. I don't know if that was because of the war or maybe they were born that way. Doesn't really matter either way. Well, because he was from a district. He's in from the textiles district. Mm, And And there was backstory. mm -hmm. And so like a lot of those kids will like work in like basically sweatshops Mm -hmm. um, for the capital. But I, I saw that too and I didn't really connect it, but in the original Hunger Games franchise, they, like, Katniss, she loses, well, this is very tiny spoilers for <laughs> the Hunger Games original trilogy. Um, Katniss loses her hearing, mm. partially. Yeah. They don't talk about that in the movie, which they, that could have been really cool. Yeah. Um, they could have done some really creative sound stuff. But, um, and also just for, like, representation, I think. I mean, she's in war. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't know why that was cut. And Peta, Peta loses a leg in the Hunger Games, mm. and they—he's—he's he's rocking around just fine. <laughs> I mean, that's like a big part about why, like, because you know, well, I, I won't get into it, but that, it's that's <laughs> important to the plot. Line. Yeah. So it's nice to see now that they're doing mm-hmm. um, some more representation. Yeah, and they also included like all of them had names, like. 
because in the original Hunger Games, they're kind of like District 8 boy or District 8 girl, and now these all have names and faces, and like you're like, oh, wow, this is actually so horrific. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I didn't either. It was from a TikTok, so I can't claim that. Ooh. Um, I love the internet. And then the one last thing I want to say is um, after you see this, there's a TikTok I saw, and I may have sent to you, um, but if you look up the names of the characters and see, like, what the actual, like, where the names come from in, like, Greek myths or, like, Latin or whatever, wherever the these, like, names come from, you guys, it's crazy how much it matches with, like, the plot of the movie. And you're like, Suzanne Collins, are you kidding me? Like, I need her to get busy. I need her. I need more from her. Well, okay. She's given me enough, but I need more. Like she doesn't, she's not required to do more, but we would love it. Yeah, I would eat it up. No crumbs. <sighs> Damn. Anyways. Yeah, so highly recommend. It's the number one movie in the world. It's mm, crushing. Heard of it? Crushing. Okay, nice. Wait, what's next on our freaking list? Um, well, I'll talk about, I saw Priscilla. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I saw it the next day with my dad and my sister. And... That was, a, that was an interesting watch. Um, <laughs> Jacob Elordi as Elvis was amazing. He Austin was, Butler found dead in a ditch. Okay, literally, they were really comparable performances. And one person had an accent for years after. <laughs> and it kind of makes me feel sad because I think if Jacob Elordi's Elvis came out first, it would have been like game over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's taken a while. For, it's been a while since I... Have revisited Elvis. The, as, the Austin Butler one? Yeah, the Austin Butler one. Um, so I can't super compare, but I don't know. I mean, Jacob already was awesome in it. But it's it's fight on sight with Elvis. <laughs> be me. Elvis v. Elena, who's, who's, who's winning? Let us know. That's the poll for today. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's a uh, really, really spooky story. Like, I felt just as sick watching Priscilla, mm. as I did watching Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which I felt ill watching Ballad of Songbirds. I mean, it's about k- children killing each other. <laughs> it's the Hunger Girls. And, I mean, Elvis was just such a jerk. Yeah. He was just such an a-hole. And, I don't know, so I really liked it. Um, I recommend people watching it. I thought, what's her name, Kaylee Spain something? She plays Priscilla. She was awesome. Mm. Um, Yeah. Nice. I don't really have a ton of else to say. Do you think a bit too as long. far as <laughs> a bit too long? <laughs> um, do you think as far as like performances, any any Oscar thing or anything? Would it, well, do you think it's like Oscar contender or? No? I think I think Priscilla, I think Kaylee could be on the short list, but yeah. there's a lot of amazing performances this year that yeah. I don't know if she'll make the cut. Yeah. Um, especially just because she's new, I think if it was like a seasoned actress in that role doing that performance, mm. it would have been for sure. Uh, and I think Jacob. Lordy's Elvis was incredible, but he is giving insane performances this year too. So I think he would be more likely, spoiler alert, to get <laughs> one for Saltburn than one for Elvis. Um, but just because it's, I don't think the Academy wants to give out another one for another Elvis performance two oh, years yeah. in a row. That's fair. Um. <laughs> and it, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, I do think. Like, this is kind of an aside about awards, um, like Oscars and stuff like that. Um, I do think we're kind of in this sort of weird limbo of having to give Oscars to people who deserved it earlier. 
Yes. Um, yep. And and we're, that's kind of like in a, a circle that an endless circle because you're like, oh, we're gonna give it to this person who should have got it ten years ago for this performance, but they didn't. So, but they did pretty good here, so we'll give it to them. While maybe somebody else should be winning <laughs> now, yeah. and then they'll have to get their. I think recognition is being given to geniuses instead of genius performances all mm-hmm. the times. And I think I like I thought about that when I was watching Saltburn, which we'll talk about next. Really <laughs> chill, lay off, you guys. You're so annoying. Um, but <laughs> I was watching because Emerald. I don't know if she's gonna be nominated for, for direct, writing or for directing, but she should. And because was she because, nominated for Promising Young Woman directing? Yeah, uh, she was. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm ninety percent sure she. Yeah, was. because it was nominated for like something and not a lot of things. I remember that year. It was I think it was should have been more. Mm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I don't know if Carrie Mulligan was nominated for Best Actress. Maybe, yeah, no, she was. Ah. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. Like, we would even We don't have the that. fucking facts. <laughs> F-bomb, F-bomb. <laughs> Alert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, I had a point. Whatever. It was, we were just talking about, like, I was going to say posthumous Oscars. No, they're alive. Um, like, yeah. Oscars after... Um, that people are are owed theoretically. Uh huh. Um, okay, wait. Should we just get into the freaking meat and freaking potatoes? <laughs> speaking <laughs> about meat. Speaking of potatoes. Hey, mama. <laughs> you guys, we saw Saltburn <laughs> at long last. I've been waiting every day. I think I need to see Saltburn every day. And every day. Now I have, and now every day I'll be thinking the same thing. No, Jason like texted me like three <laughs> weeks before he came out and said, I need to see Saltburn right now. And we, we needed, no, we, we did not need to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it did alter us. <laughs> I'm about to be such a bad, just the worst version of myself moving forward. <laughs> This, there's before Saltburn and after Saltburn. You guys, we're very close to the, the, the switch. We just saw it hours ago. Like maybe one hour ago. We're mid-metamorphosis. <laughs> yeah, so you, it's just fresh on the mind. So you're getting our raw thoughts. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I do not need to, Not in coffin season. Ah! <laughs> I have never seen... A face like, like Jacob Alordi. Jason and I were watching, and I had my scarf like pressed against my mouth for most of the film because I was giddy, <laughs> kicking your little feet. I was kicking my feet. No, we literally Jacob Alordi comes on screen, and we go like nudge each other, <laughs> side eye, like okay, he's in the movie, girl. Like I. Speechless, speechless on the mic. <laughs> People are going to see this and be like, I don't get it. <laughs> we'll be like, okay. No. <laughs> you guys, we're actually sweating. I'm going to start crying. I swear to God. This, I've been transfixed mind, body, and soul. Like, I've been printed on him like Bella did. <laughs> Edward did to Bella's baby. You imprinted on my baby? <laughs> um, okay, um. so Saltburn is a movie by Emerald Fennell, who you may know from. She directed Promising Young Woman, but she was also... Um, she was also... What uh, is the name of 
Prince Charles's wife, Camilla. Oh. She's Camilla in the Crown, seasons three and four. And then also, she, if you guys saw the Barbie movie, she's Midge, um, which is very small part. It's the pregnant Barbie. You've told me this before, and everything is connecting right now. <laughs> um, so anyways, she's the director and writer of Saltburn. Um, and this movie is sort of like a aristocratic, like a dark aristocratic, um, I don't know, just drama. It's it's kind of an every genre. Like it's it's there's it's funny. Gothic. That's it's, the word I was looking for. It's gothic, it's funny, it's a dark comedy for sure. I mean, it's a psychological thriller. That's what it's being categorized as. But there's there's a lot for everyone in there. There's and a lot for us. <laughs> a lot for us, baby. Um, um, oh mama. Oh mama. Yeah, where to begin? It's been compared to, and I haven't seen this movie. It's been compared to a talented Mr. Ripley. Um, so. So whatever. So there. So if you've seen that, think on that. And then also, okay, starring Barry Keoghan. Yes. He's so. He's been in a lot of things. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, I would say. Um, he's in Eternals, if you guys saw that Marvel movie, which you should have, because it's actually good, even though haters hate. I haven't seen it. It's okay, whatever. Um, but he's in that. That was the first time I ever saw him, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a captivating man. His he's eyes are crazy. Too. He seems like he'd be in a war movie. Yeah, he kind of gives war face. Yeah. I, I don't think we give war face. I hope not. I think we give iPad face. <laughs> we give we've seen iPhone before. Yeah. <laughs> Put us in a period piece. No. We'll be cut. Yeah. Doctor's like, cut, cut, cut. Who cut. is that? <laughs> no. Addison Ray, you gotta go. <laughs> Damn. Addison Ray triple threat. Um okay, we can't speak on No, her. we need to um, focus, which is difficult. Also um, in it were um Rosamond Pike and is it Richard Grant? Is that who the dad was? I always want to say Hugh Grant, but it's not. I, I think believe you. Richard Grant. And yeah. Carrie Mulligan. And Carrie Mulligan, yes. He's, oh, my gosh. Um, oh, I was going to say, the Rosamund's Pike character, icon, queen, legend, so funny. Oh, I can't even was, believe. I mean, the comedic, the comedic talent was just... It was smart. Like, I can't, I don't know how else to describe the comedy. It was so funny. And, and Richard Grant, too. Like, there were some lines where I was laughing out loud. We were, we were kicking our feet laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Um, and just, like, the story, the web that was weaved. Mm. I mean, it was, like, I, I feel like I, I say this about every movie I've seen this year, but there's so many good movies. It was one of the most... I would say top three impressive films I've seen. And that's, I would say, well, mm -hmm. I saw Barbie, I saw Oppenheimer, and Killers of the Flower Moon, and Saltburn. Like, those are, like, when I think I am impressed, mm -hmm. like, that's what I think of. Yeah, it was so good, so masterful. It is, it is, <laughs> there's shock, shock value here, you guys. So, oh. you will, you're, you'll be agape, agog, you'll be very shocked. <laughs> there were, there were scenes... When you could hear a pin drop in the theater. Yeah. And it's a very, and I'm going to say the word, <laughs> it's very erotic. Like, 
Yeah. I would say if any family member is listening, do <laughs> not see this. Because you can't know that I saw this. <laughs> you can't know that this is my favorite movie that's ever been. You can't know what my eyes have seen. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mama. Uh, yeah, but everyone else should see it. <laughs> Do yourself the favor. Um, yeah, Jacob Elordi makes me so excited for the future of cinema. Future of cinema. Ah, wow. Um, oh, it was so like I. It's a movie that you can't. We can't really talk a whole lot about like plot wise mm-hmm. because you you need to go into it not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No. It's. It's very good. Oh, also, I want to speak on. So it's kind of it's kind of like a, um, also a little bit about class. Yes, for um, sure. not a little bit. <laughs> it's a very very heavily about class and like it's sort of satirical. But what I found is really interesting is Emerald Fennell is actually like mega rich. Uh-huh. Like her family's like has like a house like Saltburn basically, um, which is Saltburn is like the name of Jacob Elordi's family's like estate. In, in England, um, and it's like his giant castle. But Emerald Fennell is like, is wealthy, and, and she went to Oxford, and like, so I was like, okay, this is really influenced. interesting. Yeah, like, especially having like somebody write a, a class, class satire from her, from that perspective of like the wealthy person, I found kind of interesting. Yeah. It really adds another layer to sort of, the movie and the writing. Well, and it takes place in 2006, which is a really interesting Probably when time. she went well, to exactly. Oxford. Exactly. Hmm. So yeah, I need to do more research on that to figure out her influences and why she wrote it. But I can't wait for her to do more things. Yeah, she's she's an awesome... A talent. I mean, like the I, I kind of hinted it, but the directing was so good. Mm-hmm. And it's shot on like a, I don't know what the oh, dimensions are. Oh yeah, it's like are. full screen instead of widescreen like normal. So it's a little yeah. more square. Mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously a, a, a very specific choice. And the use of color is really cool. There's a yeah. lot of scenes where like it's kind of monochromatic for whatever reason. Um, like whatever reason, like in the scene, like there's a reason for it to be happening. But I just thought that was a really interesting choice throughout. Yeah, and there's there's some like the there's a lot of really dark darks and really bright brights. But mm-hmm. it felt like the darkness didn't bug me because I think that's the direction like movies are going. Like everything's yeah. so dark, I can't see anything. But it felt it almost felt like the exposure was turned down. Where a lot of films these days, I think I'm like, is there like a filter on this? Like, why can't I see anything? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of playing. No, sorry, we're really getting into it. There's a lot of playing with silhouettes, like yes. a lot of scenes were silhouette based. I thought that was really cool, and a lot of long shots. Sorry, like it's held and it doesn't move, and it's just mm-hmm. on like whatever's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's very clever. There's also a lot of nudity. <laughs> a lot? Well, not even a lot, but there's like when there is, it's like mm, that's intense. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> and that's, I guess that's all we can say on it. <laughs> that's all we can say. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, dang. Oh, funny. Anything else we want to say on it? I don't know. Go see it. Go see it so we can scream. Like, literally. Oh, what would you rate that movie? What's your letterbox going to say? I'm probably going to say five. Me too. 
recently. I want to see it again. Oh yeah, we must. Times <laughs> I fear. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind. Pause. Rewind. Mr. AMC is gonna be rich after this one. Yeah. My dad, AMC. <laughs> okay. Um, um nice. what else? You said you saw the killer. Oh yes. So on Netflix, there's this movie called The Killer with Michael Fassbender, um, directed by David Fincher, who's very famous. You may know from The Social Network um, and a hundred other things. And of course, I can't remember any of them. One sec. You guys, literally one second. Um. <laughs> I can't name any of them. Seven. Um, Gone Girl. Yes. Zodiac. I guess he EP'd House of Cards for a bit. Now let me look for a director. Um, yeah, that's the main the main girl with the dragon tattoo, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so it's been kind of like it's kind of crazy to have such a big hitting director, um, do something for Netflix, but I guess that's sort of what they're doing these days. Or Netflix is trying to be more prestige. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. It um mainly is about. Uh, Michael Fassbender as this like assassin and it all takes place in like his head or like it's sort of narrated like like you is um, So it's really interesting. It's the plot is like loosely like um, a job kind of goes wrong and then Something happens and then he sort of goes on this revenge tour um, And it's kind of broken up into parts mm-hmm. um, Chapters, but it, it's really good um, the cinematography, like the direction is obviously very specific and, and good. And it's, the plot is also interesting. Like I kind of wasn't quite sure where it was going. And then I, I didn't see, not that I didn't see the ending coming in like a shocking way, but in like a, Oh, like, okay. I don't know. Like it was not one of those ones where it's like a, a twist or anything, but it was like, oh, I just didn't see it going here. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. And I think I'd enjoy that about a movie. It's on Netflix, easily available. Ooh, that feels like a... And it's not too long. I think it's maybe two hours. Perfect. There are too many long movies these days. For some reason, I thought Saltburn was like three and a half, which I was fine with. Yeah, we... we Release the director's cut. Well, we sat there. We sat there for a while. We had to debrief. We said, any more? We could have more. (laughs) Is that all? (laughs) Um, oh, so um, what else is new? I feel like that's all of our movie discussions. Yeah. Um, I do have to say, when Lillian was on when Lillian was on the pod, I made a prediction that Trisha Paytas would be pregnant, and she's pregnant. <laughs> wow! And, and I, I forgot that. Why was there some hints or no? You, you just all, had a feeling? It was in my heart of hearts. <laughs> I said, I know Trisha Paytas is pregnant right That's now. so random to, to predict. <laughs> it was so random to predict. Oh. I also predict Miley Cyrus' pregnancy, but I'm thinking that one's wrong. Has she been seen late, of late? She has been. Oh, flat stomach. <sighs> Don't you hate that? Unless it's one of those ones where she's like, what? Wait, or maybe, she, yeah. Although then that wouldn't make sense on why she was not seen because we would thought that she would have been showing. Okay. <sighs> so annoying. Um, what else should we talk about? 
I don't know. I can talk about a few things I saw in London. I would love for you to do that. Um, so I saw a bunch of shows in London, um, sort of quickly going through them. First thing I saw was Matt Rogers. Oh. Have you heard of Christmas? Literally? <laughs> Tell them. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, Elena and I, a long time ago, not a long time ago, bought tickets to see Matt Rogers because he was doing a North American tour for Christmas. He does this every year, same show. But he released this album. Did we? T- I think we told them about the album. Yeah. Yeah, we played the, a little bit for them. Exactly, you, you guys. So you're familiar. Um, and then he announced he's going to go to London for a week. And it was the same week that I was going to be there. So I texted my mom and said, Hey, LOL, what if we moved our flight one day earlier so we can go see this <laughs> show? And then we did do that. Um, got tickets. And first, it was amazing. It was kind of cool because it was a smaller theater. Um, and then at the end, like, he, it literally goes, somebody says, like, oh, and he'll be um, out there signing vinyls after the show. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. No way. So then I literally was like, okay, well, I have to do that. I do. I have two of his vinyls already, but yeah, I obviously need a third one. Obviously. To have an excuse to do the meet and greet. Oh, my. Um, so then, yes, we met and spoke briefly. I don't know. I kind of blacked. Uh, yeah. Well, it's on video. <laughs> there is a video because I was taking videos and then I think I have my phone set to like, sometimes when you open the camera app again, it resets to like picture. But mine is not set to do that, so it was still on video when he was going to take a picture of us. And then we got a video. Take that, everyone. Okay, and I know you said you blacked out, but you felt very grounded in that moment in the video. Thank you. That was me firing on all cylinders. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just engine talk for you, firing on all cylinders. I just... I know, like, I'm happy a good thing happened to you, but I wanted it to happen to me, too. <laughs> well, if he's doing signing of vinyls at in St. Paul... I'll bring my vinyl. We'll be there. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We'll be there. Oh, that's um, so fun. So, yeah, that's actually gigantic for me because I feel like I don't see famous people that often. And not only just famous, this but is, like, this is... This is so important to our lore. <laughs> to your lore. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm crying. Um, so anyways, that was huge. Um, and then uh, the next night saw Ian, Sir Ian McKellen in a play. Famous actor, famous British actor. You may know from Gandalf, Lord of the Rings. We need to. We need to get back into that. Um, he's Magneto in X-Men and a, a lot of other things because he's like 80 or something. Um, but that was really good. He was just in this like cute little play called Henry, Henry and Percy, Percy and something. I don't remember. But it's like these two old men connect. They're both single and then they connect. Aww. And they have like a little fun time in their old age. I love that for them. Um, so that was good. And then Saturday I went to a Sondheim show. It's called Old Friends, but it was basically like a a review of Sondheim songs, where it's basically just a bunch of songs from Sondheim musicals. Um, and the like headliners were Bernadette Peters and Leia Salonga. Um, Bernadette Peters, famous. Famous for being famous. And then Leia Salonga, you may know from, um, she's the voice of Mulan. And she actually is the singing voice of Jasmine, so whatever. Um, she's amazing. I think she was the original... 
Um, Miss Saigon. She no. was. Damn it. Yeah, her voice is amazing. She did, uh, like, there's a whole sequence of Sweeney Todd stuff, and she did uh, Miss Lovett, and she oh. was so good. I didn't recognize her at first because she, how, like. How old is she? Maybe 50. I don't okay. know. Wait, one sec. Because Bernadette Peters is in her Bernadette's 70s. old. And she could kind of tell she was old, but she kind of has that voice where it's like, that's kind of her voice. I mean, it's a little yeah. different. Like, you could tell she was, you could tell she was working, but I, it wasn't, like, bad, I don't think. It was just kind of like an old woman singing. Sure. That makes sense? Totally. I'm dropped in. Um, Leia Salonga age. Um, but, yeah, Leia Salonga, 52. Um, she needs to play Mrs. Lovett. It was so good. And her like Cockney accent was perfect. Ooh. Um, what else? What other highlights? What other highlights? Um, or other songs that stood out to you? Yeah, there was the woman who did, um, what is the one? I'll drink to that. Is that what that's called? No, it's not called from, that. From what? From company. Oh. And I'll drink to that. That's not what it's called, is it? I <laughs> What scene? It's the one where she's just the one woman with the martini at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what that's called. I don't remember. Oh, I don't um, Yeah. But that one was really good. Bernadette Peters. Oh, actually, Bernadette Peters was Little Red in some of the Into oh. the Woods stuff. And I thought that was so cool to do, like, such an age switch. Because Little Red's famously young and, like, naive. But she did, like, Cute. the song with, like, the wolf. And actually, it made a whole different meaning. I don't know if this is supposed to be read into in in the original Into the Woods. I don't think so because it's predatory and not just not just uh prey in like the the food sense. But like it, it the when she's like getting lost and distracted in the woods, it was more like sexual with like the wolf, like trying not to like be distracted by him and trying to like go to where she's going. Oh. And I was like, yeah. oh I that's a really interesting read of that now that she's like this older woman. And oh. not like a young girl. It's like... And that's why she's being distracted. Yeah, he's the tempter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not like Instead a... Instead of the predator. Not in like a, oh, I want to eat you way, but in like a... Or maybe it is. In a... In a awoo In an awoo way, <laughs> but eat you in a different way. Um, so I thought that was interesting. She's howling at him. <laughs> Let's just say. <laughs> um, anyways, but that was good. Um, okay. Sunday... Uh, went to see Samara Joy, <laughs> best oh, new artist, Grammy winner, so amazing, double Grammy winner, um, and I actually bought those tickets like months ago, um, in like May or something, um, but it was so amazing. She's incredible live. You, if it, you can see her, go because she's so 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 good, and we got to meet her so briefly. That was what? a huge theater, and like they were like, yeah, she's gonna also be signing merch, and I was like. This is like, there's thousands of people in here. How is she going to get through all of that? And the line was long and we stayed in, and then we did like meet her briefly. They were like, sorry, no pictures. And I was like, no, but um, fun. I did get a little final sign. And my mom took pictures of our like interaction, but we couldn't do like a, a post sure. picture. Um, so that was cool. Um, oh, oh and then, gosh. sorry, let me keep going. Please. Um, and then on Monday. Uh, no, on Tuesday then, not that you care what day it was, but just for my own sanity no, and I love remembering, that. um, Adam had recommended this play to us called The Ocean at the End of the Lane, which is a book yeah. by Neil Gaiman. Yes, I know. You're familiar? 
Yeah. Have, wait, have you read? I haven't read it, but um, I like Neil Gaiman. It's so good. Well, one of the reasons that it was really good was the staging was incredible. It was like kind of similar to the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child where there's a lot of like stage trickery, magic and stuff like that because it's very storybooky. It's like this semi-autobiographical, like autobiographical in the sense that what you're feeling is how he felt as a kid, but the plot Ooh. is like, or like what's happening is fantastical. Um, but it's basically like as a kid, there's a farm at the end of the street where they live and there's like a family that lives there. Three women that are like witches, not totally witches. It's kind of unclear what the magic is or if it's magic or if it's science. That's so me. Um, and it's like this family and they're, you don't know how old they are. Um, and obsessed with them. It's no, it's so good. And he sort of like discovers them. And then there's this threat from the other world that's sort of crossing worlds into this one. And then they've got to deal with that. Um, but it was so good. The storytelling was amazing. Um, I guess obviously Neil Gaiman knows how to write. <laughs> Famously. Um, oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, it was so, so good. And we saw like in the last week and I was like, why isn't this playing longer? So, and oh, and one thing that is, I guess, an interesting fact about it is Adam was telling me it was from the National Theater, which is um, like not technically West. I don't know if it's Western, but it's like its own thing. And they get a lot of funding from the government. And like what's cool about adapting the book into this show was that they were able to spend like millions of pounds in six months like developing it. So like it's really well done. Like everything was thought of like, the staging and like all the the choreography of what was happening. Um, so it was so like well done and like well thought through and everything was like, I was like, wow, that is just good. Okay. It needs to come here. I know. But it probably won't is what it sounds like. Yeah. And it also, cause it's like a play. I guess plays go places, but in my mind, I'm like musicals are the only thing that go around. Yeah. I guess my holdup was because it was funded by the government that. Yeah, I think maybe mainly it was to sort of come up with it. So maybe now that it's like, it's there, it's easier to, yeah, to move around. Cool. But yeah, it was so good. Have you seen Curse Child? Yes. I'm literally mad at you for everything. <laughs> I want your eyes. Oh, oh I was like, <laughs> oh. It, I got confused also because... The uh, the notion at the end of the lane play was also very similar to Coraline, which also ah. which also he wrote, Neil Gaiman, yeah. which I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. And I was like, huh, Neil Gaiman's childhood. I need to need to see what's happening there because I feel like <laughs> getting a lot of interesting things from these plays. Yeah, um, you freak with it, <laughs> <laughs> and it being the pen, it, <laughs> the it gift be, of gab, it, it being the feather and the quill with the quill and the ink. Well. <laughs> Um, Think well. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Anyways. Yeah. Just a week of theater. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm really, I'm really refreshing Twitter because I just, Taylor. Taylor. Oh, my God. And you'll never believe I <laughs> did not prepare a nemesis or ally. So we're going to have to see what I have on my notes list and oh boy. cross my damn fingers. Um, I guess, are we ready for that? Or anything else we want to talk about quickly? I know. 
I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think I'm ready. <laughs> Ooh, this is so spooky because I have nothing. So why don't you go first? Sure, sure. And then okay. I'll come up with something. My nemesis of the week is product jail. What? Literally, what is going on? Free our products from behind. I don't want to go to Target. You went to Target into the deodorant section, I bet. Literally, shut up because yes, I did. And guess who's smelly because they got scared because they didn't want to ask someone to open the freaking deodorant jail. Shut up. Okay, this is this is what I can't understand. Like It's like, oh, people are stealing. How many people? Like, look at your sales now. It can't be higher. Like, you are losing money from this because I'm a customer that just turned away. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather go smelly than... To, and you know what? Here's here's the thing of it. Here's here's the f of it all. I did press the button, and, and nobody no one came. came. And I stood there for a really long time. <laughs> no. And then I was like, "No, okay, whatever. I'll just get a lotion." I I no. Same thing. Locked, Everything is locked lotion up. locked up. Lotion behind bars. <laughs> Like, okay, that's when you add it. Because I did go to Target to get deodorant, and I saw that too. But they didn't have the deodorant that I wanted, so then I was like, okay, well, I'll leave okay, anyways. Okay, what would you have done? Would you have asked? If they had it, maybe, but I'm still deodorant less. Or it's I have very small amounts, so every time I try to put it on, it scrapes because it's the plastic. Yeah, I'm using like deodorant that I found that I was like, oh, I didn't know I had oh, this. Oh, okay. <laughs> found on the street? Yeah, I found in my my storage okay. drawer. Perfect. But I don't know. It's just like not what I want right now. Uh, I don't want this on my body. And I don't want that jail on my conscience. No. America's obsessed with incarceration. <laughs> America is sick. We have a problem. Uh, Beyonce ate with that. <laughs> okay. Are we going to see Renaissance? Do the you movie? Yeah. Yeah. I want Because I haven't seen what? <laughs> I haven't seen the real thing. Obviously, oh I didn't God. go. Um, yeah, that would be exciting for me. Yeah, I need to see that. There's so many things I need to see. Yeah. Let's just say I'm stressed. Oh, God. I need a schedule. Um, okay, okay, cool. My no, nemesis, what? I'm just going to have to come up with something. I don't know if we've talked about this. If we have, let me know and I'll come up with something else. But, okay. Um, the Encore Charade. I know we've talked about it one-on-one yeah but i don't know if we've shared our thoughts and if even if we have we have it's up for another tongue lashing yeah get ready okay so you guys have you ever gone to a show or a concert and then (laughs) the band uh suddenly uh towards the end of their set runs off stage and uh hasn't even played their most famous song yet okay we Uh. know what's happening here why do we have to clap even though we know they're coming back. Like everyone everyone plans an encore song. What is going on there? Like even with Samara Joy, like she would like went off stage with like the band, but then the house lights didn't come up. So I was like, okay, she's coming back. <laughs> like we need to drop this facade. Yeah. It's actually kind of embarrassing. I'm feeling embarrassed. Yeah. It's too much. We know we know. Just just play the song. Like what's what's the point? Or maybe I don't know. Maybe it's not encore then. Maybe 
we can just pause, bow, and then start up. You don't need to leave the stage. Yeah, because I feel like we've stripped the the specialty out of the encore. Yeah. And the standing O. Standing ovation is in America is bad. It's it's a whole issue. Is We're, that not the case? Yeah, that's like not the case. Like in in England, like you'll find you won't always stand up. I think I sort of end up doing because sometimes then I feel really bad, which is like okay, that's the problem. But like I'm like, but that was really good. I like uh-huh. for the, especially the ones where it's like the famous people are there. So, like I, I gotta stand up. It's, yeah. it's burning up Peters. <laughs> I gotta stand up, um, but yeah, like a lot of times, like people won't, or like in in the U.S., like you stand up right away, you're up on yeah. your feet. Um, but yeah, the encore charade, enough, enough. Yeah, we've had we've seen enough. We've seen enough. Okay, I think I'm ready for my ally of the week. Okay. Um, my ally of the week is. The woman who is digging a tunnel in her basement in suburbia. <laughs> Literally, I'm obsessed with her. Are you following this? Um, I'm not too closely, but I've seen I've seen her a few times. I can't look away. So there is this woman who kind of talks in like <laughs> her voice uh, is weird. Like it's uh, Atlantic. Like, kind of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. She's just decided one day, her name is Kayla, or Kala, K-A-L-A, um, and she's on TikTok under at engineer.everything, and she's a structural engineer, and she decided one day that she's like, you know what, I'm just going to start digging. <laughs> so she, like, goes to her basement and starts removing some of the bricks. It just keeps going. And she has... She has like mining carts. Like she is in like a small town suburbia in Pennsylvania. And she has like dumpsters and dumpsters of like rocks that she's like tunneling. And she has like these elaborate, this elaborate setup. And she just goes home from her office job and like puts on her hard hat. And digs. And she has her little stick. Or not the stick, the pointy thing. And she goes, I the pickaxe, the pickaxe, uh, and she just records it every once in a while. And she's like, "New tunnel update, friends." <laughs> Her voice is so weird, actually. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see. This might be. This it might kind be of box pretty flat, I think. Um, <laughs> that oh, is no. so funny. Yeah, I have seen her, and it's. And I'm thinking, like, hopefully that's legal, like, because. If she's my neighbor, I'd be like, what the fuck? Don't dig under my house. Yeah. Laundry room is a hoarded bedroom. This is, we're doing a tunnel walkthrough. I'm going to fast forward a bit because we're in the, here we go. The entrance tunnel goes down a decline 30 feet in and 10 feet down. The first chamber is 22 feet below grade <laughs> and is approximately 10 feet by 6 feet. <laughs> it goes up. So she talked. The entrance tunnel goes goes far down. She kind of has like that flat Midwestern accent. Far down. Oh, I wish I could show you just Use. the pile of rocks that I'm looking. At. That is so funny. Like yeah. she's just going. The children yearn for the mines. The children. This is like so. And I do love to be, dig a big hole in the sand at the beach. Of course, as is our want to do as humans. Yeah. But I think this might be a bit much. Like, what happens when you're, like, 
this is quite the hyperfixation. Like when you're done with this, like my hyperfixation <laughs> was a puzzle. Yeah. Like and ta- or Taylor Swift. This seems like it's a big undertaking. Yeah, I was gonna say like when she tries to sell her house. Oh, and yeah, down there, I just dug a big hole. <laughs> Do you think that'll be like make it less worth less or worth more? And she has no plans to like furnish <laughs> this. She just wants to keep going. Oh my god, love her! Shout out! Shout out! Okay. Okay. What about you? What's what your about ally? me? Oh my god! What the frick? Of course, I didn't write anything down. Let me That's see. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. I kind of have. Um, wait, 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 wait. I have a couple. I have two small ones because they kind of don't make sense. These are from a while ago. Okay, here I go. Um, putting pen in mouth. <laughs> do you ever do that? <laughs> it's one of life's. Simplest and greatest joys. I'm always like, I've got a pen where I like at my desk when I'm working. I'm always kind of like, not like totally chewing because when there's teeth marks, no, no, no. <laughs> it's only kind of like sort of lip, like kind of mom, 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 or something like that. Yeah. No, sometimes you just need to, great inspiration comes when utensil is touching mouth. Mm-hmm. Oral fixation? No, no, no. It's not that. No. <laughs> Why would you even think that? Freud. Okay. Get fucked. <laughs> You guys, do not bring that energy to our podcast. <laughs> Please. Um, okay, wait. Oh, am I pivoting? No, I can't. No, I think you should. Um, okay, this is gonna be hard. Let me let me just see if I can do this. I'm scared. Because there's this really funny thing that I have to share, actually. Um But I don't know if I can find it because I don't have TikTok anymore. <laughs> well, do you want to borrow my TikTok? Um, potentially, let me just look up, uh, TikTok. I want to see if I can find it. I don't know how to find this. <laughs> ah! Wait. Where is it? Where is it? Okay, sorry, you guys. This is so absolutely boring. Me just <laughs> staring well, at this. Um, well, I have something. I can, I can d- fill the space. Okay, do you because want to? I, well, I actually have some really bad news. No. Um, Taylor Swift didn't announce reputation. And how do we know it's for sure? Is the concert over? Concert's over. No. I'm just, like, so confused. Everyone wore black. Like, both of her parents wore all black. Travis Kelsey wore all black. It's National Cake Day. <laughs> have they even thought of that? It's a full moon. I'm just like, maybe it's not a full moon in Brazil. Hmm. <laughs> maybe they got a different moon over there. Dang, yeah. what the heck? Well, so you guys are here. Sorry, let me speak into the mic. You guys are hearing this firsthand. Um, current events are happening as we speak. So you know what would be amazing if we published this? And then she said, wait, you guys, what if I release reputation? And But now that we've said that, if it happens, they'll know. The legends will know that. It didn't happen during. Otherwise, we would have been, you would know, we would have been the first to report this. Yeah. There's a heaviness to the rest of the night. Oh, you know what I'm doing the rest of the night? Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Last time we talked about Toy Story 2 on this pod, it's really good. (laughs) It's really good. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. 
<laughs> you guys, I'm so close to finding this damn TikTok. I had to download the app because on the during the week I delete it for my health. <laughs> that's so good. I delete nothing for my health. And that's well, my health is this way. <laughs> it doesn't always work because I still spend the time on Instagram reels then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, what the heck? My Instagram reels are actually getting really good. Which is kind of spooky. Then no, that's good. Mm-hmm. I actually really like this is kind of separate, but I love the gift guide TikToks. Oof, that's oh, so important for I'm me. I'm kind of I'm kind of making some right now. Oh, posting them. Well, actually, this is I I've said it and now I have to do it, so that's perfect. <laughs> um. Oh my God, I'm literally gonna jump off a dang bridge if I can't find this because I've been no. Okay, wait. This is it. This is totally <laughs> okay. It. Bridges. Yes. are good. Bridges, stay away. So this is. Um, sort of a, uh, somebody made this, I think I might've sent it to you cause I was sending it to everybody, but it's, um, Ariana Grande shreds bebop. So somebody basically took, um, like, so this is bang, bang underneath, but then they make Ariana Grande do scatting over top <laughs> of it. This is so good. And it's like, have you heard it? Did, I, did yeah. you see this? It's so funny. It makes me laugh every time. So I'm going to play this for you. This is, I don't think it's AI cause I think this guy literally, makes the scat but then i guess uses ai to cover it to make it sound like ariana so like he actually comes up or sings it and then anyways so here it is Okay, there it is. That's so silly. And the the video that goes along with it is really funny too. We've lost the plot to this podcast. <laughs> that is so funny. So I'm just gonna say that is my second ally of the week. <laughs> That's like an ally of the season. Ariana Grande oh. scatting. Oh, speaking of season, we have some really fun things coming up on the podcast. Watch the space. Are you guys excited? <laughs> we actually should talk off pod. We should talk off pod. We won't say it here just so yeah. we don't say something that no. it won't come to fruition. Yeah, we're going to talk off pod. And then we'll, something is coming your way. So, yeah. So, whatever. Um, let's find something to play us out with. It's not going to be Ariana Grande's oh. scatting. No. You know what it should be? Hmm? It should be one of the songs from that movie. That. <laughs> Not what I was thinking, but that would be good, no? Which movie? Um, <laughs> the one that actually, like, it's not really song heavy, but there's for sure songs in it, and we kind of laughed. Mm-hmm. I actually might not hit. <laughs> no, no, hold on, no, hold on. I'm talking about... <laughs> okay, because I'm trying to find... Because they're all 2006 songs. Okay, so the motion picture is just the score. Okay, Selburn soundtrack. Wait, that could be kind of interesting. No? Um, wait, no, that's not even right either. Ah! <laughs> Guys, turn this off. No, don't. <laughs> no, but wait, maybe don't. Wait. Should we pause for a word from our sponsor? How amazing would that be if we got sponsors? 
Not at this rate with me scrolling on my phone in silence. No, I like it. People Um, want authenticity from their influencers. Do you view yourself as an influencer now? Um, not really. Although we have influenced. (laughs) Tell me about it. At least two or three. Literally, Zombies Trilogy owes us their life. (laughs) (laughs) Milo Mannheim, watch it. Yeah. We're supporting your career. Shoot. Okay, I'm not finding too many things here, unfortunately. Okay, yeah, no, I think we should diverge past and go back to your idea. That was really good. It's okay, what if we just do this? Is this what you're thinking? (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. Let me talk to him. Let me talk. Let it ring. Let me talk to him. Come on. Bottom jeans, boots with the Bye, Bye legends. legends.